trust and can read. Hey everyone, welcome to the March edition of Behind the Read. I'm your guest host, Chelsea, and I host a podcast called Weird Mom. And I'm here to chat with Dustin about his March reads and more. How are you, Dustin? I am excellent, Chelsea. How are you today on this, you know, fine end of March day? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing great. It's a little drizzly here after a nice weekend, but still glad it's springtime. Uh, That's right. We're going to get the same drizzle that you got, or probably worse coming up because yeah it's on our on its way and i'm so mad because i want to plant this tree and i already dug the hole and the hole is filled with water no <laughs> so, yeah i'm like no i want this to dry up so i can put the tree in yeah but, you know that didn't happen what oh, kind well. of tree is it um it is an october um maple no it's not october october sky no what is it called october glory maple oh. that's what it is october glory and because uh, we have another tree like that, we just want the same tree, you know, mm-hmm. we don't want a bunch of different types of leaves in our yard if we can help it. Um, and we just need it for shade. So that's why I was putting it next to the porch. So it would help shade some of the light that comes in from the sun in the afternoon. Nice. Nice. I'm going to have to look yeah. that up because I know nothing All domesticated. About yeah. <laughs> it's got a nice, you know, big, nice, you know, good maple leaf, like good, you know, not too big, you know, just nice little size. Nice. We're talking about leaves. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, first, I want to start off with a new segment where we find out some fun news or trivia from this month called "Would You Hear, Dustin?" All right, Dustin, what'd you hear? Well, Chelsea, I will tell you that some things have gone into production or pre-production, and you know, from when I was talking about these adaptation series I'm doing about these books that are getting turned into TV series and movies and whatnot. Well, uh, just beyond uh, the R.L. Stein comic series or graphic novel series uh, has actually started pre-production, and um, they have eight episodes written by Seth Graham Smith. Now, I don't know if you'd recognize that name, but Seth Graham Smith wrote *Pride and Prejudice and Zombies* and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And he also wrote the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> so he's done a lot of these, these horror things and kid things. So it's actually a good mix, you know, as far as the writing goes, because it's R.L. Stein, which is supposed to be somewhat goosebumps like. So look for an adaptation episode of Just Beyond coming on later, later this year, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the first few episodes will be directed by Mark Webb. And Mark Webb actually directed the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man movies. And he also directed 500 Days of Summer. Oh, so I just thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it might be something good to look forward to. It's coming out on Disney Plus. So um, that's later this year, though, most likely. Later this year or early next year is when it's going to come out. Also, as far as Just Beyond goes, R.L. Stein um, shared a uh, uh, the cover of his free comic book day comic book for Just Beyond. And the, the title of that one is Monstrosity. Um, it looks like a fallen horror film set. There's like sinister creatures peeking out from behind corners and there's lights, there's a camera, there's movie posters and it's all like looks horror. I don't know, but, um, you can get that, um, when free comic book day rolls around in the U S I don't know about anywhere else, but I know in the U S it's going to be August 14th this year. It's usually in May, but this they're postponing it to August. So everybody can, you know, get in on it. Now, the next thing up is the midnight club has officially started production. Like they are filming it now. Finally. It's really cool. 
um, director Mike Flanagan posted a shot of the clapboard for the series like uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, it's just to you know, say, hey, we're starting shooting. It's happening, which was awesome. We thought it was going to take a little while longer, a little while longer because of, you know, other stuff he was working on. But it started sooner than we thought. But um, there is a casting update I want to give. In the adaptation episode, we said a lot of different things. We thought, oh, this person would be good in this role or whatever. We do that in our adaptation episodes. But um, it's a little old information. I actually got this a little while ago, but I thought I'd go ahead and share it anyway. But there are some great young stars joining the series, and like uh, Aya Furukawa, who um, she's actually in Babysitter's Club. She plays the older sister, Janine, and she's really cool. Um, and then you have Zach Guilford from Friday Night Lights is going to be in it. But the cool part is that a lot of people are really into is that the doctor who in the book is a male, it's a man, you know, in the doctor, he kind of looks like Santa Claus. That's kind of how he's described. Well, they decided to change the doctor. The doctor is going to be a, a female, which is totally cool. You know, it doesn't matter, but it's going to be Heather Langenkamp. Do you recognize that name at all, Chelsea? No, not, not one of yours. <laughs> well, she played Nancy in the first Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the one yelling at Johnny Depp, go, go to sleep. Yeah. You know. <laughs> The, the the scene that, you know, traumatized me as a child when I walked in and saw my my mom had it on TV. She wasn't even paying attention. And I saw it three years old and Johnny Depp getting sucked down to the bed and then spit back up on the ceiling. Oh, yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, uh, the next thing up is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom. Have you ever read that book? Yes, I did. I actually read that for my other show that I did and it, for the first time a couple of years ago. And I was like, wow, I was so surprised how much I liked the book. And the fact that I was like, so, I don't know, I guess I probably wouldn't have taken it very well as a kid, but now I, I understand it. You know what I mean? So that's probably best that I read it now. But anyway, they started production on that movie. They're finally making it into a movie and they cast Abby Ryder Fortson um, as Margaret. Now, a lot of you, may know that name, but a lot of you might not, but you should, because if you've ever seen Ant-Man or Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, Abby actually played Cassie Lang, which was um, Paul Rudd's daughter in the movies. Okay. She played like, she's like six or seven and, you know, now she's older, obviously. But yeah, she played that. So I thought that was really cool that she's going to be in that. She's going to play Margaret and her mother is going to be Rachel McAdams. Wow. So that's okay. really cool. Yeah. I really like Rachel McAdams. I think she's really cool. Um, yeah, she's going to play that. And, and Kathy Bates is going to be in it too. As some role named Sylvia. I don't remember the, that character, but Kathy Bates is going to play the role of Sylvia in that movie. So it's going to be a good cast movie, you know, next up the babysitters club on Netflix. Now, I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? Not, not yet. No. <gasps> oh, Chelsea, I'm you need terrible. to get on that. <laughs> it's a really good update. Did you ever read the books growing up? I think I read a few well, you know, you should probably go ahead. I don't know if you see this. This right here, this 10. It's got the first six books. It's a reprint of all the original prints of the first six books. And I read the first three so far. And from what I read, it's a pretty great adaptation. Like there's some stuff that they changed because, you know, there's stuff like landlines instead of, you know, in the in the old books. And, you know, and they updated it like there was a... Um, a book that's all about uh, one of the girls babysitting this kid who gets sick and you know, it's called Marianne saves the day. And in the show, they added in the factor that the kid was also transgender. Wow. And yeah, they added in some really, but they made it organic and it flowed really well. And it really, it's, it was really good. I think you should really watch the show. 
the cool thing about it is that they've updated everything and they changed one character from, I don't know, Dawn. There was two blonde characters and they decided to make Dawn into a Latina character or Latinx. And they're actually recasting that because the girl originally playing Dawn has moved on to another project. Mm -hmm. And now they have um, the new girl's name is Kendra Sanchez. And she's going to be taking over in season two. Now, the reason why I know this is because the other day I happened to see a video that um, I don't know if it was Netflix or the Babysitter's Club Twitter feed that all the cast members, all the girls from the show got on to a Zoom call with this girl. She had no idea what was going on. And they just said, welcome to the Babysitter's Club. And it was just so sweet. She was so excited. And I just can't wait to see it. I think she's going to do a great job. All right. Uh, Well, that is some really cool news. I'm excited to see about Are You There, God? It's Be Margaret, because like I told you, I did read that book. Can't tell you, like, it was a, a long time ago. So I can't tell you, like, what I remember from it, but I am excited to see that um, come to life. Yeah, that'll be really cool. And, you know, maybe you might want to get um, your son when he's old enough. Um, Judy Bloom wrote a book that's kind of like the equivalent for boys. Hmm. And it's called um, Then Again, Maybe I Won't. Oh. And it's about this kid and he's going through boy adolescence and, <laughs> and puberty yeah. and the stuff that comes along with that. And um, it, it actually might start some good conversations with you guys later on down the line once he's, you know, up and reading. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be great. You know, I'm always looking for resources for boys because I grew up around women. <laughs> well, there you go. There's one. Well, I mean, it was written by one, but it's actually really good. We read those together in the, for the show. We read those together back to back. So I thought that was really cool. Nice. Now, on to your March books. Let's start with the mini episode first. Last one to die. In the mini-sode, you mentioned being social media friends with the author, which I think is pretty cool. Did did she get mm-hmm. to listen to the episode? Yes, she did. Um, Cynthia, uh, she's she's just so awesome. Uh, yeah, the author, Cynthia Murphy. She is so cool. Um, she's just so sweet. I, I just... I just love her. She's just great. Um, <laughs> she was over the moon for the episode. I think a lot of my UK friends are just thirsty for good YA thrillers. And so they are just, they're eating it up. And it's just, and that mini-sode is probably, actually it is my most listened to mini-sode ever. It's actually number three in all my things wow. out of all. It jumped to the top, the third spot. So, you know, Cynthia, I think that might say something. <laughs> it says something about your book. Yeah, people are liking it and people want to hear more about it. Exactly. So I think that's awesome. And then also you said that identity theft was a major disappointment for a point horror book. Was it really that bad? Yes. <laughs> yes, dear Jesus, it was. It was so bad. Like in the episode, in the episode, I compared it to like, like trudging mud. You know oh. what I mean? Like I was like, oh, I can't do this. It just did not flow at all. And as cliche as it sounds, it was like reading stereo instructions. Wow. Like it just, there was no connection to like the events and the characters and I just, just didn't feel like anything connected. It was just kind of like, here's some words on paper and events and things. And that's it. It was just not good. That's why I was like in my mini for last one to die. I was like, this one deserves to be a point horror. It needs to be <laughs> retroactively added to point horror. And this other one needs to be retroactively taken out. <laughs> it was bad. It does not deserve to be in the category. Mm, that sounds terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you had Thompson and Ryan on from Katrina Loves Trent. Have you really followed the entire account? Yes. It's, yeah, I have. <laughs> it's day one, every day. 
Oh, it's been some of your favorite storyline from that so far. I just love these two. Um, I think that some of my favorite storylines in, involve the mean girl group, the Megans. Mm. They're all spelled their name like just slightly differently. Like one of them has two N's and an E. And one of them has an H in the middle of it, but they're all Megans. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fun. And, and they, they, have, they always have these like attempts to cut down Katrina by fawning over Trent. And yeah. And, uh, but this year, the story took a dystopian turn and a magical turn somehow. And I'm curious where the Megan pack is going to end up in all this story now, because they haven't really mentioned much of them lately. It's mostly been about, you know, the stuff you learned last year was actually something completely different. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. like, what? I just watched this whole thing. Yeah, but it's fun. It's interesting. I'm like, what am I? Is this going to be in the, being a dream sequence? What's going on? <laughs> but it's just really good. I think anybody who's listening needs to go check out Katrina Loves Trent. Read the stories. If you like YA, you need to read these. It's like this only like it's like captions on pictures. So it's almost like comic strips in a way. Mm, okay. Each day there's a new picture with a new caption on it that's like a quote page of the story. And um yeah, it's it's really fun. You should definitely check it out. It's really fun to read. That's pretty cool though. Modern day little comic strip. You definitely need to read it. It's fun. It's just it's on Instagram for free. They do it every day. I think on Sundays they do a recap of the week, and that's it. Okay. And then last but not least, you had Robbie Miles back on to talk about his book, Don't Call at All. <laughs> Since you put Robbie through it, I think you should have to answer some rapid fire questions. So are you okay. ready? <laughs> yes, hit me. Favorite color? Blue. Or, yeah, blue. Sometimes green. Favorite Goosebumps look? Welcome to Dead House. <laughs> Favorite Fear Street? Halloween Party, my first one. Favorite horror movie? It's a toss up between like a lot of them. I'm going to say Scream overall, but I'll say like Paranormal Activity and Babadook kind of come in a close Mm -hmm. second. Yeah. Favorite non-horror movie? The first that comes to my mind is my go-to comedy, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. (laughs) Funny. Because I can quote the thing verbatim. (laughs) Wow. Favorite candy bar? Milky Way. Sometimes Nestle's Crunch, but usually Milky Way. What superpower do you want? I keep wanting to go, oh, teleportation or flying or something. That's the average stuff. So I'm going to go with something not as usual. I wish I could literally have conversations with animals. Hmm, okay. Like I wish I could talk, not just talk to the animal. I want to be able to converse with them. <laughs> I want yeah. them, us to be able to understand each other. <laughs> okay. And then I can like control the animal kingdom. <laughs> like Dustin, do- <laughs> Dustin Doolittle. <laughs> For sure, Dustin Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last one. If you received a million dollars today, like I wish I did, to do what you want right now, what would you do? Right now, I mean, I definitely want to travel. I'm going to get out of the United States right now. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I wouldn't get out of my state into another state or out of the country. Either way, I don't care. I want to go somewhere. I'm tired of being here. But if not that, I definitely want to remodel some of my house. And, you know, fix the little things around the house that need to be fixed and have somebody else do them and not me do them. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And not have to worry about them. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a plan. Where would you want to travel to first whenever you can? Oh, definitely either England or Ireland or both. Um, I'm from an Irish Catholic family, uh, my mom's side, and we can actually trace back to, you know, where, what county we were from and whatnot. I don't remember at the time, but, um, 
but we do, we have a, a family tree. It tells us where everybody came from and all that stuff. Like we kept up with it. Like our family really got into the family reunion stuff and like traced as much as they could, you know? So yeah, I'd probably go to Ireland and then, then over to England just to, you know, the English speaking countries first. Yeah. <laughs> ease me into it. Just ease me into it. No, yeah, that's cool. Now on to listener questions. And first we have a voicemail message. Hey, Dustin, it's Brucker from Autopsy of a Horror Movie. I've been loving this second season of your show. It's been really awesome to listen to. And these bonus episodes have been such a nice addition to your podcast. Keep up the good work, man. My question for you is, which book has surprised you the most? And by that, I mean, which book has had the biggest shock or twist in it that just kind of left your jaw on the floor? All right. Thanks, man. Okay. So, yeah. Um, that was Brucker. Love Brucker. He's awesome. Um, so the biggest shock in a book that comes to my mind, like the first thing that comes to my mind, I don't know if you've ever read this or you might've seen the movie, the perks of being a wallflower. Have you ever yes. seen that movie or read, read the book? it? Watch the movie. I love it. Oh, thank God. All right. So <laughs> you might know I did not in, in hindsight, I'm guessing this twist is obvious. And you know, the ending of the, of the, the book and the movie, mm-hmm. um, the movie, it's more obvious, I think, but the twist where his beloved aunt that he just loves so much, you find out that she had been, she had molested him as a child and really screwed him up. Yeah. And you don't find this out till the very end where he ends up in the damn mental ward, psych ward, because he's not good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nothing's right right now. Yeah. So I was just floored because I read it when I was in high school, like when it came out Okay, (laughs) and it still affects me to this day. Like I'm just like, I just, I didn't see it coming. I don't know how I didn't see it coming because it's and looking back, I'm like, it's so obvious. But then like, I did not see it coming because that's not what the story was about. So I wasn't looking for it, you know? Mm -hmm. And there it was. It's like, oh my gosh, she molested him. It was, ooh, that was a, I mean, did you, I mean, did you see that coming at all when you read it or? No, I agree with you. Like it was definitely something that blindsided me. Um, I thought, I mean, yeah, I didn't know what to think really, but that i mean once it was revealed it made sense <laughs> yeah it totally made sense after the fact I'm like oh well yeah that that adds up all right well that's why he talked about her this way and why you know he thought about her in certain ways you know it's really strange but that's yeah yikes so next spooky orlin i hope i'm saying that right orlean orlean okay spooky orlean asks if you worked in publishing what kind of role would you want i would definitely want some kind of creative control, you know, I don't know. Um, you know, cause I'm, I'm a wild imagination. So <laughs> I definitely want to have some kind of creative role in there. And I kind of really, I kind of want to be a talent scout of sorts in a way. Like I want to be the one making decisions on what gets published. Like what stories are we putting out there, you know? And it's also actually my dream job to work in TV and do that. Like to, you know, program the shows that are going to come on, be an executive and get to preview all the pilots and say, this one's good. This one's bad. And this one we're just going to take because we know we're going to have to get rid of one <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I just think I just want to program, program what is seen, you know? And I just think that'd be, I would be really good at choosing that type of stuff. And I think I'd be good at choosing it in book form as well. Yeah, I agree. I think you'd be good at that. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and then finally, the other Dustin from the podcast Sandman Stories presents as have you also gone back and read picture books or early chapter books a bit younger than young adult? Yeah. 
actually, um, I recently went back and read Benicula for another podcast, um, Oraline's um, Spooky Sisters, or actually, no, it's Spooky and Strange now. She used to be Spooky Sisters Book Club, now it's Spooky and Strange. And that episode will come out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I honestly um, didn't get heavily into reading until I was about 10 years old. And that was stuff like the Boxcar Children and Encyclopedia Brown. And I have gone back and read some of those, like looked through them, actually watched the Boxcar Children. There's like a really bad CG animated movie that's actually available on Netflix in the US. I don't know. Well, it was. I don't know if it is now, but and that's where I watched it. And from what I remember, I was like, wow, this is exactly the book. They did such a good job. I was. Yeah, I actually really want them to make a Boxcar Children TV series. I think that'd be awesome, but not animated, like with real kids. Mm. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I really didn't get into reading until I was like 10, but I mean, I, I read some chapter books growing up, but it was, I pretty much just stuck to like the older middle grade and YA, like I started with goosebumps and whatnot. And that's when I really got into reading, but I did read, um, uh, like I, I read encyclopedia Brown not that long ago, actually. And, uh, I read a little bit from on my Instagram. So I thought that was really fun. And, you know, I don't mind going back and reading, you know, younger stuff, No, but, you know, why not? Yeah, why not? What books are you tackling next month? Well, you know about one of them because you are in that episode. (laughs) (laughs) I sure do. (laughs) Side Effects May Vary by Julie Murphy. Uh, That was a fun episode. And I was actually just kind of listening to some of our recording for that to see if there's anything I need to edit. So um, it sounds good. So get ready for that. Yeah. And then also the graphic novel Band Book Club. And it's about a book club in the early 80s in South Korea and at a university. And it's um, this woman, her name is um, Kim Young Suk. And she wrote this this graphic novel as kind of like an autobiography, a fictional autobiography. Like it's about her. And then some of these people that she's met and she's combined stories and meshed characters together, kind of creating characters out of these people she'd met and their experiences. That's why it's kind of semi-autobiographical. Um, but it seems really cool. And I can't wait. I'm getting ready to record that at the end of the week um, with Gliza from um, the uh, classical stories or excuse me, classical adventures for one. That's the, she's the host of classical adventures of one and the whole first season she covered Alice in Wonderland, like chapter by chapter, gave you like backstory stuff. So you got like every episode was like 10 to 15 minutes long. It's a really fun show to listen to. You should definitely listen to it. Um, so this second season is coming up. She's covering another book. She hasn't announced it yet, but I think it'll be fun anyway. And um, I was actually on a, uh, a bonus episode she did in between, in between seasons talking about her previous season of Alice in Wonderland. So if you go and look for her on Twitter, and uh, you can find it or find her, you know, uh, I think she actually put those on her buy me a coffee and her cephalopod accounts or the bonus episodes. That's where you can find those. So if you get cephalopod app, you can listen to that episode there. Do you have any shout outs that you want to give this month? Yes, um, I have a couple. Um, there's game for a movie podcast. And from their description, it's four friends complete various contests. Whoever loses has to watch a terrible movie filled with reviews of good and bad movies, which sounds really fun. And another show that's almost similar premise in a way, it's called On Second Watch. 
And they, they described themselves as nostalgia is a funny thing. Five friends discussing it is even funnier. Join us as we reflect on some of the best and worst movies from the last century and rewatch them together. Did they get better with age? Worse? Only one way to find out. So, yeah. So both shows love to laugh about bad films. Clearly. <laughs> and have, you know, and they both have really um, super friendly hosts that are just really fun to interact with online and they're very supportive and whatnot. I love to, I want to shout out people who are very supportive online or just really cool, chill people who, you know, lift everybody else up, you know, that's the type of people I want to support. So I definitely want those. You need to be sure to subscribe to their shows and give them a rating. That's game for a movie and on second watch. Make sure you subscribe to those shows and give them some ratings, give them some love, follow them on Twitter, all that stuff. Cool. Okay. But I also want to ask about Weird Mom Pod. Chelsea, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about Weird Mom Pod? So Weird Mom is a podcast. I call it pod so I can be cool. But it's all about parenting, but not in the sense that you think of where I'm just giving tips on how to like you know, sleep train or how to feed your child foods when they are picky eaters. It's really talking about those little nuances that you don't necessarily um, think about whenever you're becoming a parent. I like to consider it as like a little intro for parents to be like, what is parenting really like? Listen to Weird Mom to know what parenting is really like. (laughs) There you go. A little behind the scenes type of thing, you know. The messy stuff that other people don't want to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. So Weird Mom, if you want to listen to it, it's on the major platforms like Apple, Spotify, um, also Stitcher, among some other ones. But those are the main ones that you could find it on because I think pretty much anyone has access to those. But yes, please check out Weird Mom. Even if you're not a parent, I still think it's a little bit of value if you're even thinking about being a parent. Or just if you're interested in the human condition in general. I mean- yeah. You know, stuff that that's the kind of stuff you talk about, you know, and you should definitely follow her on Instagram as well, because um, you're under Weird Mom Pod. Yeah. At Weird Mom Pod. And because, you know, Chelsea loves to, you know, share inspirational quotes and messages and stories of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's really cool. So there's more to the story. If you if you go to her, um, if you go to her Instagram page, you'll see some pics of her family and stuff. She has references to things in her in the show. And that way you can kind of, you know, you know, put, you know, pictures with <laughs> images that she's putting in, you're, you're putting in people's heads. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's where I do most of my interacting. So come interact with me on Instagram. Woo-hoo. <laughs> well, that's it for this month's episode of Behind the Read. Again, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Dustin. And until next time. Dustin can read. Dustin can read. <laughs>